Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. People who visit this park in Queens, New York, seem to have a familiar problem with the pandemic limiting visits to Regal Park and now the cold weather keeping the downturn in visitors in place. Squirrels who live there have a big problem. They're hungry and seem to have forgotten how to hunt for themselves. So they're attacking parkgoers who are visiting but don't bring their nuts. So far, five people have been bitten or scratched by squirrels, but there's no reports of doors being eaten or car wiring being destroyed. It's just a matter of time, Cliff. (laughs) I know. I'd hate for one of those suckers to run up my pant leg, too. Just think Uh of the damage, Cliff, on the way up your leg. I got a question, Cliff, a morning roadshow question of the day, right off the bat. Okay. Do nudists, when they go on vacation to like a nudist colony, do they bring luggage with them or they just take what they've got on and that's all they have? (laughs) I don't know the... What makes you think I would know that an answer to a question about what happens at a nudist colony? Well, you're the Sheldon Cooper of radio. I thought maybe you would know these things. But I don't know anything about a nudist colony. I've been wondering that, Cliff. It's like they could save on all kinds of luggage fees on the airplane. Well, yeah. I mean, you just wear what you got when you get there. You're done. You wear it th- yeah. And then, you know, you might want to, you know, run it through the washer or something a week later or whatever. And yeah. then, poof, all back home. If I you have could, no idea. I you, don't. I mean, it makes sense, but I have no idea. If you could find that answer out, Cliff, that would be really nice. <laughs> you know, if you have any friends that are into that lifestyle I, or something. I don't have any. Fr- I don't have any friends that are into the nudist lifestyle. Okay, I'm just checking from the world of medicine. I feel the cautionary flags are coming out on your story after seven o'clock, Cliff. Why would Why would you say that? Well, when you start talking medicine, it usually has to <laughs> do with a little visit from our good friends. Oh, you mean at the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast? Yes, that's that's our good friends. <laughs> well, <laughs> they've got your interest in mind, I'll tell you that. But this particular story is about a new and exciting way to treat brain tumors. So it's not going to be a just in time for breakfast? Well, no. <laughs> I don't understand why people always associate me with, you know, every time I open my mouth, poop comes out. No, that's not true. <laughs> We'll find out after seven. Okay. All righty. Got my money on the poo. <laughs> you, got your, you got your money on poo. <laughs> yeah. We now some very exciting news from the world of medicine. It is fair to say all cancer is bad. It's also fair to say some forms of cancer are worse than others, and then there are forms of cancer that are just really, really bad. This particular one is called a glioblastoma, and it's basically a death sentence. It can occur in the spinal cord, but mostly it happens deep inside the brain. It's fast-growing and resistant to traditional chemotherapy. A diagnosis of the fast-growing tumor basically leaves the patient with about a year to live. Its resistance to chemo and location has left researchers looking for some other way to destroy the cancer cells without destroying the nerve endings it attacks. And much like most other medical advancements, this one may have just been stumbled into. Scientists looking for ways to treat glioblastoma at Goethe University in Germany have found a drug on the market since the 1970s may actually be effective on the cancer cells walls in such a way that they're broken down, thus killing them and the tumor. And if the trials are successful, it could save the lives of thousands. 
and it's a drug you can actually buy over the counter. Its technical name is loperamide, but you might recognize it more by the brand name, Imodium. That's right, a diarrhea medicine may very well cure cancer, at least this form of cancer. The problem is the normal method of getting the medicine where it needs to go to do its job. Traditionally, your colon doesn't seem to work here, leaving scientists to find a new way to get it into the body. But it's a promising enough advancement to say, poop, or at least medicine for poop, there really isn't anything it can't do. I knew it. <laughs> I knew that's where we were It was heading. about a brain tumor. Uh -huh. <laughs> that is not why you talked and, about that. that the, the drug is an actual honest-to-goodness story. Go look it up. Cliff, your story about the bald eagles got me to thinking about, well, a yeah. couple of different animals. One of them, the bald okay. eagle. Yeah. I wonder if that gentleman just west of Johnson has ever got a uh, bald eagle to land in that gigantic nest he has there oh, in his yard. I've, I've driven past there a couple of times, just kind of stumbled on it, basically, out for, you know, driving the country. He's got this big tower with a platform on it. The last I spoke to him, Cliff, yeah. he uh, had a bald eagle, and it's been four or five years ago. He had one land in that giant nest, yeah, and it would not stay. Okay. I'm just wondering if he's ever got one of those because he's worked hard at it. He's worked huh. real hard at getting one in there. That's, and that would be cool. It would be. And like when I go that way to Poseyville, it's like a yeah. must-see look for me now from the highway to look that way to see that big tower up there, <laughs> that gigantic nest. And the other thing about animals I was thinking about, Cliff, yeah, dolphins. Yeah. I want you to imagine this. Okay. Imagine if a dolphin could play a trumpet. <laughs> Would it use its mouth or its blowhole? I'm thinking blowhole because it kind of goes with trumpet. Um, no, but, I, I think you're right. I, I think it's got to be blowhole. I think it would be easier for him. Yeah, because basically, uh, yeah, I mean, the dolphin can't, like, purse its lips. It can only purse its blowhole. I haven't thought about the uh, pursing of <laughs> lips there, Cliff. That's a good point. Yeah. See, no wonder you're the Sheldon Cooper of radio. I'm just imagining a dolphin right now swimming in the ocean with a trumpet stuck in his blowhole. <laughs> I need a vacation, Cliff. Here's, here's Keith Urban. Every year for like 13 years, they've been dropping that giant watermelon in Vincennes for the New Year's yep. Eve celebration. This is true. This year they've put that on hold because of the pandemic. And that got me to thinking as uh, I was looking around on the Internet other mm -hmm. countries, they've got traditions, too, to bring in the new year and to bring in good luck with that new year. Yeah. The one I found interesting, Cliff, was in Romania. <laughs> okay. The Romanians have yeah. this tradition of listening to hear if the farm animals talk to them on New Year's Day. If the animals talk to them, yeah. it's considered bad luck. And you're an alcoholic, I would assume, too, Cliff, if the animals are talking to you. Yeah, if, you can, if you can hear a cow talking, you're probably... A yes, you're... Um, if the animals are... cut back. Yes, your 12 steps program is in your future. <laughs> and if you're not an alcoholic, Cliff, I'm yeah. assuming in 2019, I'm a little bit disappointed the Romanians didn't say how much the animals were actually talking to start off 2020. They should have gave us a little warning there that the uh, right. sheep won't shut up on this farm. Because <laughs> this year has been bad. Uh, I should have went with some other animal. <laughs> I know, Cliff, that you always pick out the uh, 
phrases of the day, starting with number three and counting down to one. Yes. But I think earlier this morning, the uh, number one phrase of the day has already been spoken. I don't know how we can uh, top <laughs> what, what, what was said, and you said it. What did? It, what was it? Well, Phil McCracken will... Oh. He'll remind okay. you here, Cliff. Oh, okay. Every time I open my mouth, poop comes out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember saying that, Cliff? Yep, I do. Okay, all right. (laughs) Phil heard that, and he thought that was quite hilarious, Cliff, and I thought, that's that's a contender right there. That is going to be a contender for the phrases (laughs) of the day. Every time I open my mouth, poop comes out. Uh There are those among us who, while outfitted as if they are experts, are merely pretenders. And then there are those of us who are the real deal. While some fishermen have little boats that look like a lawn chair tied to two blow-up dolls. Others just go down to the fishing hole and do their thing. Like Tyler Grimshaw of Salt Lake City. He closed out 2020 earlier this week by landing a 48-pound trout. It was the second year in a row Grimshaw landed a 40-plus pound fish, and apparently he does it frequently enough to just catch and release it. And yes, there are pictures of the event, which are now making their way through the news media, so you'll see them soon. Pictures taken by his dad, because Tyler is 11 years old. (laughs) You know, Cliff, I got the reference there to the um, description of the boat and who that applies to. I I wondered if you'd pick up on that. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, that's the (laughs) same character with that, um, I don't know, homemade boat that he's got, if you want to call it that. With the lawn chair thing? Uh Uh-huh. He's yeah. the same character that complains, one of the hardest complainers about our bracketology that we do here and our voting games. You know, <laughs> yeah. if you're sitting in a lawn chair floating on <laughs> tied, two surfboards. <laughs> tied, tied to two blow-up dolls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, can you really complain about anything? No, you can't. <laughs> and he's already complained about the music in a backhanded kind of way this morning. He sent a text yeah. message in, Cliff. I saw that. Yes. He's, he, his text message said that he was really liking the song selection this morning, which appears to be a compliment, but is actually an insult for every other day of the week that we're on the air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and today, Cliff, I look forward to this day all year long, and finally it's here, December the 30th. I why, love why? this day. <laughs> what's, what's the big deal about this day? Cliff. This is Bacon Day. It's It's National Bacon Day. It's National Bacon Day. Yes. And this year, the Right Brand Bacon Company is going to help you and I and anyone else who got a horrible Christmas gift possibly win a year's supply of bacon. So what do you have to, like, turn in your bad Christmas gift? What you have to do is you have to go... From today yeah. until the 15th of July, um, January, okay. 15th of January, yeah. you go to their Twitter or their Instagram at Right Brand Bacon, okay. and you post a picture and describe your horrible Christmas gift. <laughs> and they're going to pick out 100 so, winners. 100, 100 winners. winners. Yes. Not just one winner. No, no. 100 winners. Right. And you'll so, get a year's supply of bacon <laughs> free. So if I say, for Christmas, someone gave me a can of hairspray, 
<laughs> take a picture of it. I take a picture of my describe can of hairspray. It. And describe how bad a gift it is and post it on this website. And I could win a year's supply of bacon. That's right. Hand trim bacon, Cliff. Oh. Wood smoked bacon, Cliff. Ooh. That's right brand bacon. I could put it in. I'm thinking about my pocket wallet myself. <laughs> but you like that. No. Well. <laughs> Did you not? Well, you know, it shouldn't It shouldn't pat you down unexpectedly. That's oh, what's oh, happening. That's right. yes. I forgot. It, yes. That's the thing that felt like it. The bake the the wallet that felt like it was feeling you up. Well, it has my hand. It's hand in my pocket or something like That's that. That's right. Yes. And why would someone put a hand in your pocket unless they wanted to feel you up? Yeah, I mean the police at least let you know when they're getting ready to That's pat right. you down. We're going to pat you down and check for weapons. Yes. <laughs> this wallet just surprises you with it. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, look, I'm not making any promises, but I'm working on something brand new. For this program in the year 2021. Oh, no. no promises. Brand new? Yes, but no promises. But no promises. Yes, I'm still you, working on this. You're going to give us a hint as to what this might be? Well, Cliff, it's all due to the hatred of our listeners on our voting contest. I had to come up with something different. <laughs> everyone has dogged our voting. And, well, yeah. everyone has avoided <sighs> it, too. And so what I've decided to try... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's the, the one way to protest is to just not vote. Yes. And, and, <laughs> and that's apparently what happened. I've heard you loud and clear on the non-voting <laughs> and what you're wanting. So I'm thinking, Cliff, our yeah. old spinning wheel, you know, the little... Oh, oh yeah. It, we have used that for years. It's broke during the pandemic. I was playing with it a couple, three months ago. You were playing with it, and it broke. Yes, and so I'm now you, you trying to get it. You broke the pointer off, didn't you? I did break the pointer <laughs> off. And so, and it doesn't have the same effect when you wheel it around and it just spins. Yeah. Uh -huh. There's nothing there. Yeah. Kind of like our voting contest. That's right. <laughs> so I'm trying to come up with a new one. Okay. Now, I'm not guaranteeing anything. These things aren't yeah. cheap. Well, yeah, especially if you get a good one. I know. And that, well... Why would I get a cheapie for this program? And so I'm exactly right. I'm working I mean, on this. You're trying to break new ground here. Get a good one. That's right. And I don't want the stand-up kind. So if one of our wonderful listeners say, "Hey, yeah. you know, I used to be in this club and I've got one of those stand-up ones you guys could use and have," yeah. I don't want that. I appreciate it, but I don't want that because, well, if it's a stand-up model. Yeah. Then I have to stand up and spin it, and I don't want that. <laughs> That's right. It's standing up is some days for you too much work. I want countertop <laughs> level only. Okay. And so, Cliff, these things are pretty expensive, and I don't know if yeah. I should start a GoFundMe thing to try to get some money from our listeners. Uh, I don't know. Ask if, for donation. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's possible. Uh, sure. I, I don't know. But anyway, I'm working on this, <laughs> and I'm thinking this could be great. And we, okay. I've already got the name picked out. If we get it. Okay. The Morning Road Show. Wheel of Wonderment. Is that not perfect? Huh? Well, I mean, that's a that's a tall order to fill. If you're going to call it the Wheel of Wonderment, there actually has to be wonderment now, doesn't there? Well, there, you would think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just look at those voting challenges. We've... <laughs> We've, we made those up, you know, like they were some big deal and six people voted. Wheel of Wonderment has to provide wonderment. But just think of the excitement we can bring into listeners' lives, Cliff. If yeah. I have this sucker sitting right here on the console, yeah. and while they're on the air, mm -hmm. I spin it, and all of us get to hear the 
clack, 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 clack. As it gradually slows <sighs> to a stop. And then you get the winner. Woo! There was my wallet right there. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the door's open for wonderment. So, All we have to do is step right in. That's exactly right. And come up with um, $55 plus $14 in shipping. That's all we have to do. Okay, there's the problem. (laughs) I sure hope the uh, morning roadshow wheel of wonderment goes a lot better than our uh, music selections this morning, Cliff. I thought the music selections were good. Well, apparently to one listener, but uh, to this guy here, uh, I think it's more than the music that's bad. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, Bill McCracken. I can't believe somebody called in there complaining about the music. They don't like this, and they give that backhanded compliment. It's not the music. I like the music. But you know what I really don't care for is when you two start talking and having games and you start reading about poop and stuff. That's what I don't care for. <laughs> you guys are the ones that really stink. See, Cliff, it's not really the music. <laughs> that, of course, being Phil McCracken. Yes. He hates it when we start talking. That's what he, hates he hates it when we start talking. Yes. You know, I'm not real fond of it when he starts talking <laughs> well, either. I'm kind of... <laughs> he needs to take his kilt and go hide under the bridge, troll. Oh. <laughs> Have you done something, Cliff, to, um, well, upset and draw the ire of Mr. McCracken this morning, Cliff? I mean... Other than calling him a troll, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was that. I kind of forgot that. No wonder he called this in during the news at 9. Uh-oh. What? Okay, what happened? Hey, Phil McClain. Uh, Cliff, I'm just kind of kind of doubt that there's a Marconi Award in your future. Let's... Okay. <laughs> a Marconi Award? <laughs> in your future. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with that. There's no Marconi Award in my in my future. No, I, if you remember back to what you first said at the very beginning of this program, Cliff, I don't need to remind you, do I? Uh, probably. What was that? Every time I open my mouth, poop comes out. See, that's not how you win awards <laughs> no, like that. No, you're absolutely right. You got a point there. Yeah, yeah. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Now, I realize, Cliff, that most offices, most offices, don't condone drinking on the job. <laughs> but I'm going to try to make the case for a little yeah. reconsideration here. Okay. As it turns out, a little bit yeah. of alcohol really can support creative thinking. <laughs> if you're in a business where you need to be creative with your thoughts, yeah. researchers at the University of Illinois at Chicago found mm-hmm. that a certain level of inebriation can help get the creative juices <laughs> flowing throughout your body. A certain level of an How much is the certain level? Well, you want the creative peak? That yeah. is reached when you hit a blood alcohol content of 0.075%. So just under the legal limit for drinking is how drunk you need to be to be creative at work. That's right, Cliff. Okay. Now, I don't know how many drinks that would take. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. But they say if you can maintain 0.075%, you will be as creative as you possibly can be. And we've been told we're not very creative here, Cliff. <laughs> so, so the key clearly then is for us to drink. I think so. I think so. <laughs> that could be creative, don't you think? It could be considered. Yeah, it might very well turn that way. Yes. Perhaps we should look into it. I think we should. We'll talk to oppressive management, see if we can get something started right. on that. That's going to go well. All right. Well, we'll see. 
Okay. But all of that you can take to the bank. Cliff, was there anything said today? <laughs> yeah. Ready to hear them? I'm ready. <laughs> Morning Rocho phrases of the day start with number three. A trumpet stuck in his blowhole. <laughs> We're talking dolphin here. We're right, yeah. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> Every time I open my mouth, poop comes out. Oh, I was hoping I that would be number one. <laughs> which I believe was somewhat taken out of context. I think it was too, Cliff. <laughs> That's why it's not, you know, number one. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, as we close out 2020, if you're willing to make a bet, I got my money on poop. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.